podcast for the guardians of destiny.com you are tuned into episode four my name is mark turcott and i'm broadcasting to you live safely beneath the traveler set behind the impenetrable walls of the city for my co-host first up from the area which was once home of dub bears doubles and dicka now it's home of the watts from old chicago patrick watts watts what's up dude yo what's up <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing that's all you got man that's all i got i i, I didn't have time to write a traveler's uh, oh, that's lame. We're recording later than we normally do, and you don't have time. You were given extra time, Watts. Come on. My brain my brain has been melted. I've been using so many <laughs> traveler powers, and it's just, oh. Yeah. Just, oh, All right. And from the era dust bowl that is the moon, that is, no, wait a minute. That's not you. I'm going on to Chris. From the era dust bowl, from Mars, and sent back some hilarious tweets that you should follow him. Camped outside the exclusion zone, Derek Smith. Derek, what's up, man? What's up, baby? The exclusion <laughs> gone got me hot. <laughs> I'm excited oh, to be here, man. baby. Destiny. Full yeah. effect. Yeah. Crazy, man. What's going on, fellas? I don't know, man. You know, I, I was actually somewhere oh, on man. Mars fighting some cabal, and I think I came down with the crazy sickness. I have the goo going on this week, which uh, is just terrible, mm, man. Yeah. The roar rhinos. Sniffle it up. Yeah. Got Sniff some lozenges. Up. Got some throat Pack lozenges, so... I apologize if you hear any sucking going on. And not in terms of sucking the podcast sucking, but in terms of me sucking on lots of cheese. Because, come on, you know this podcast is great, right? We're the greatest podcast out here. Doing the best that we can. But, uh, yeah, so if my voice is cracking, I could hear a little bit of cracking going on there for a while. So, Like you're 14 again? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm 14 again. Times two (laughs) plus more, which is terrible. But uh, let's start off with some housekeeping things like we always do. Of course, we are the podcast for theguardiansofdestiny.com. Go over there, check us out, go into our forums, join our forums. You know, right now we have a handful of people over there, but the conversations there are great. So we appreciate everyone that has joined up and is constantly joining in the conversation there. Um, You can always send us emails and topics to feedback at theguardiansofdestiny.com. And later on in the show in our messages from the city segment, you will hear your emails on the show. And you can also touch base with us on Twitter at Guardians of D. That's probably one of the best ways to get in touch with us and keep up with what's going on here with the show. And, of course, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Guardians of Destiny. And, again, thank you to everyone leaving us reviews and subscribing to us on iTunes because we are still on the front page, one of the top new and notable podcasts under the not only the video game section, but now the games and yeah. hobbies section on iTunes. So we want to stay there. Yes. So please, no yes, leave us reviews and subscribe to us. So let's yeah, do man. what we're here to do, fellas, and get started with Dispatches yes. from the Traveler. Now Dispatches from the Traveler. All right, so for our Dispatches from the Traveler, this is our news segment. And first I want to start off with an article that was in Edge 
Uh, a bunch of tidbits mm-hmm. were pulled out of that Edge magazine. And I'm actually going to read some of these from uh, the DBO forums. They had a nice little write-up on all these over there. Uh, two different ones. One from Kapowaz and one from Xenos. And uh, some of the bits that they were pulling out, and we can kind of go over some of these as we go along, um, was that loot that you're going to find within Destiny is going to, of course, include weapons. And they specifically mention a couple of name guns that drop. Um, so they're kind of hinting at that it's very Borderlands-like. And, you know, as we hear oh. a little bit more about this game, especially in how it's going to be built, Borderlands mm-hmm. is a game that, I mean, we've mentioned here we are four episodes in, and we seem to keep bringing up Borderlands on this show, yeah, right? I mean, it's probably yeah. the only game that yeah. we can really look at to kind of see how this game is going to be built. And they actually even go on to say that there was concept art that showed dozens of combinations of weapons um, and kind of speculate that it's procedurally generated from various ingredients, which was exactly what Borderlands did to build all the weapons in the game. Wow. Right? Huh. Interesting take there. I mean, I mean, I mean I do think... you guys want another game like that, maybe, or, or no. a loot system kind of derived, derived from that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. flat out no. In the shortest answer possible, no. I don't want that. I want something <laughs> sort of different. And the problem is with that type of game is I got – crazily bored with Borderlands 2. I played the crap out of Borderlands 1, played all the expansions, mm-hmm. loved playing it with my buddies, loved doing all the yeah. stuff. When Borderlands 2 came out, I was just like, been there, done that type of thing. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's still a great game. Is that Personally, I got bored with it because based off that system is I'm tired of games that are just based on loot. Hence, I love the comedy in that game. And I've always said it's just masterly written. But the problem is, is it gets really boring, and and from uh-huh. from the point of view where I played Diablo, I played games that are loot driven in the computer. Bring it over Borderlands. I know it's a little bit newer with the same style, but just it's that same thing, and it's repetitive. It's cool to get a new gun that's crazy and stuff, but it just needs a little bit more. And when I when I keep what my not my greatest fear, but a a thing that's keep getting back in my mind is. If if it's going to be more Borderlandsy or is it going to be more epic story? It's like well, I was going to say. Let's be honest, man. Know? I mean, Borderlands that game is about the loot. I mean, that's exactly. what it is. I mean, I was one of those people in a room with Randy Pitchford four years ago when he at E three when he showed Borderlands and that was what he was pushing. He was like, "It is loot crazy. This game is going to have all loot." And he's going on and on and on and on. And then think about it. That's all you saw. Like nine bazillion guns. You know, they keep showing. And then one of the things that they were really pushing out with Borderlands 2 was we wrote more of a story. You know, we got better writers this time around, and we're going to kind of make it this right. big, cohesive thing. And I think with Destiny, loot's going to be there, but that's not the focus of the game. Like, the fo- exactly. like it, of course, that may be some of your reward, but some of your reward is going to be also those narrative beats as to how you are developing the world and, and making changes in the world and progressing to whatever – your goal either at the moment or your ultimate goal is going to be in destiny. Right. So, at, you know, here in Borderlands destiny. in terms of the loot, hmm, you know, n- nothing nothing too major I yeah. think right there. Yeah. Um I, I believe too go ahead looking at death, uh well, I believe we're looking at with when looking at Borderlands 2 I I can understand the concern that Watts has, but looking at all of the different um I would call them what intangibles associated with Destiny. I don't think there's any worry that there should or should there be any doubt that this won't be like Borderlands. Sure, it's obvious that Des- that Bungie is borrowing borrowing um, 
you know, great, I would say, gameplay assets from different franchises, uh, specifically Borderlands, from certain things that we're saying from the loot department and playing cooperatively and that whole push. But just sitting back looking at the scope at Destiny, what they're doing from that standpoint, when you look at Borderlands, I too got a bit, okay, been here, done that with Borderlands 2, but if you encompass that with what Destiny is doing as this broader scope experience with the amazing story-driven experience, narrative added to that, and then you throw it on top of Borderlands, then, oh, my God, you have just a completely different animal. Right. And I think that's what Destiny will be. Mm-hmm. But even so more beyond, point being, when you play Destiny, my opinion is you won't even think about Borderlands. No, you won't. No nope. offense to Borderlands, but that I don't think good. you'll even come back there. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't think you will. No. Nope. Uh, let's see. The article also mentions that that frozen base. If you remember, we saw that uh, concept art. What was that? I think the Game Informer yeah. article, right? Isn't that where that was posted? Mm-hmm. Um, that frozen exactly. base that looks like it's been hit by an ice storm is known as Europa. So, mm. um, and they call I it a frozen base. Europa? Remember, I was mentioning it. Maybe it looked Europa. like a cathedral last week, but no, it is definitely some sort of base. <laughs> so it is Europa. Cathedral last week. Uh, cathedral let's see. War. Another neat little nugget is that the Vex are right. time traveling robots. From the future. Time-traveling so. robots? Which we never, the Vex were the ones that we said when they die. I forget which uh, developer mentioned it in that one uh, mail sack update. But he said their death they don't die. is epic. right? And we were saying maybe they travel back oh, somewhere. Watts, right. you were saying they were like, um, what are the guys in StarCraft? The uh, Protoss. Like the Protoss. Yeah, where they kind of like transport this. in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe they go back to the future. Maybe they go all uh, Marty McFly on us and fly. And, and not on not in DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not hey, in not DeLorean. 88 miles an hour. <laughs> You're so crazy, Watt. Hey, I got a question. I have a question about this, about these time-traveling robots. So with these time-traveling robots, do you think Bungie's going to allow players to do some type, some, some form of time-traveling to yeah. maybe intercept these creatures of some kind? I shouldn't call them creatures, but robotic beings. No? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, man. Probably not. Like the only way, the only way you could write something in with like that is that it was, it was like an anomaly that'll never that time travel will never happen again. So the players will never be able to encounter it. Because if you write that in, like, oh, time traveling robots is fine. So they could just they could and and it always says this about Terminators. It's like, why didn't they go back in time and kill? <clears throat> John Connor before there was even weapons like kill his bloodline. I was like, well, that would affect Skynet, you know? So right. they can't, they, they have to, I don't know how it is, but they got to determine that time traveling can't be OP. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think mm-hmm. players will yeah, ever get, get their hands on it for the same reason. Like you can't write in like the right, right. The OP time travel. It's like, well, they'll just kill all the last humans exactly. before they're able to build everything. Well, here's a thought I've been kind of having just in terms of the name of the game, like Destiny. Like, maybe the whole point of this game is, like, we know what our quote-unquote destiny is, and for the next 10 years, everything that we play in the game is going to be to change what that destiny ends up being. Or, like, like the whole point is to stop our destiny, which is our death, because, real quick there, to cut you off, the next bit coming out of this article is the Travelers claim to have arrived before humanity's golden age and thus actually precipitated it rather than mm. arriving in the nick of time to protect us from the alien threat okay so the alien okay. threat happens traveler comes in says hey i can in you know give you these powers 
and you can do things to change your destiny, which is the destruction of mankind, you know, of mankind yeah, where, okay. where we are now. And that's what your destiny is in this game. All right, See, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go nerd real quick. So it's all that's second. the point of the show, dude. Just go all right, nerd. That's what we're doing here, brother. Go nerd, baby. So, so I'm, I'm gonna go straight up nerd. All right, so time traveler came. I mean, not time traveler. The, the traveler. 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 Mm-hmm. It was kind of like you know, like how the old uh, sphere from uh, sphere that book sphere, to where it like the traveler has so much amount of power where humans could probably live longer. They could get all these superpowers or do whatever, live youth of a life, that would rock society. Even in the future where scientifically it's not possible, blah, blah, blah all that stuff, but okay. it, it changes humanity to become to, I guess, implode on itself. So, like, right now, if, if this time tra- this the trailer came and said everyone could cure cancer, they'll never have to eat again, that would, cr- that would crush society. I know everyone would be like, no, oh, that would be awesome, but the society is based on certain things, and when you take right. away those growing factors or other type of things, that would implode. Uh-huh. So, like in theory, like the traveler probably, whatever it is, might have been awesome. Like it was a gift, it was something like this. But it was so good at what it did, it just crippled humanity. There's wars over it. There was just crazy things over it, and that's what would be awesome. Like it is the traveler so awesome that it just is so bad. <laughs> I don't know. That's that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm t- okay. I'm listening to what you're saying because I'm tying that into what they've given us so far. The traveler has come from some mysterious nowhere, which is what we have now today, right? Yeah. And it brought about a this golden, golden age, age. Yep. right? And so it did that. I'm assuming by infusing humanity with its power to. To 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 expand, expand. and go out yep. exactly to go out and, and and see the universe, but then some mis- some mysterious effect, some anomaly of whatever of, of of a force came and took that away. Okay, so well, yeah, man. I mean, just think about it. We get out into the galaxy and we're discovered right? basically by the Vex, by the Fallen, by all these. You know, different so, alien uh, races where okay. before we were isolated. Now they're like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, think about Mass Effect, man. Had they never found anything right. on the surface of Mars, everybody would be cool. Right. We wouldn't know that, you know, in those games, exactly. they would know nothing about, exactly. um, you know, how to, how to travel. What are those things called that they travel in a Mass Effect? They, nobody would know. The I relays. Have an idea. So, those yeah. relays. The relays. We, we would have no idea about the relays. Never has stressed ourselves out and everybody would be cool. But now that we're out there they think we're trying to get into a power struggle and the government and all that and it just leads to it like exactly what you're saying Derek now that we've expanded out mm-hmm. in the world of destiny now we're a player right. and someone wants to take uh, us down and that leads to that we, right we woke up a sleeping dragon or you see I love the idea oh man I, I, I like that idea man about what you were saying Mark as far as the, the, the sphere the traveler being this force this object as we can see now that allows us to almost contradict our destiny in a, in a sense. Uh, you know what I mean? But not to the extent of what you were saying, Watts, where it gives us immortality. It just gives us harmony and it gives us prosperity. Or, it, you know what I'm saying, it, it promotes that, but it doesn't give us immortality. I don't know. My biggest concern with it is the big why. That's that's my inner question that I yep. really pull that pulls at me. Okay, the destiny is is, is great. You know, I even in is your I, I don't want to give too much on that 
unspoken point, but as I was talking about this in some writings recently this week, I was it just kept tugging at my heart, man. Why? You know, as a guardian in the city, looking up, seeing the seeing seeing the traveler, I don't care why it's here. I know that it's giving me some incredible firepower, awesome abilities, and we're kicking butt, and it's helping us to survive. I understand that, yep. but why? You know what I mean? I mean, there's got to. I, mean, I mean, why is the game called Destiny? There has to be a reason. I mean, you think Halo? Halo was called Halo because there were literally these Halo rings that were kind of these ultimate weapons, and they played into right. the whole point of the game. Destiny. Right. Something with is it humanity's destiny? Is it the actual your you as a guardian your individual destinies so maybe they're kind of playing on it that way we don't know so yeah you know i don't and i don't think we'll find out once we start playing the game but eventually of course we will but the first maybe the first year looking at the scope of this experience potentially we won't know then either so i was gonna say there there could even be like that jaw-dropping moment where like what you think you're fighting for will change as these years progress you know, like in, in the beginning, and maybe we're fighting for our little solar system area, the destiny of it. And then suddenly, after a year or two of playing, and they unveil whatever the next expansion of the game is, right? All that just changes. Like it means nothing. Anybody out there, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones fans? Those, <laughs> the the initial. If you watch the show, I mean, watch you read the books. Those shows start out where oh, everybody's fighting over the thrones. It's crazy. And then when you find out about the White Walkers and what's going on there. All that goes out the window because that's what matters, right? Right. right I mean, it's right, 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 right. it's crazy. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> It changes. Spoil, um, spoil, man himself, Mark. Let's see a little bit more here from the Edge article. Uh, this was interesting. Um, social hubs in the game will be third person, which I think is fantastic because you know that's one of the neat things about finding loot, especially rare loot, and messing with the appearance of your character is that if you don't get to even see your own character interacting with people in these Others, yeah. areas, it, it, it's kind of a moot point, right? So all the social hubs yeah. will be third person. And, you know, there's some footage in some of the video docs, the Vidocs that we've seen so far of characters walking around. And there's that one where the guy's, like, walking out on that deck. Uh, it's kind of like a bluish-purple hue, and he's just slowly walking with his cape flowing. I mean, it's it just looks gorgeous. Looks and uh, to know yeah. that, you know, a lot of those... Moments will be happening in the game is is great. Um, let's see. In the hubs, they're saying that you'll be able to engage in adversarial faction wards, um, and then for you'll get rewards from those, and you can use those in the campaign. So that to me is sounding very much like that'll be somewhat of the multiplayer, potentially guilds your factions. Um, there has been a lot of speculation running out there of the different factions that are going to be in the game. So I'm sure a lot of that will be ruled out. Um, very soon. And Pete Parsons, our good buddy who we've talked about just about every episode so far here on Guardian Radio. Uh, he was talking about the lone wolf stuff, meaning people going just playing by themselves. And uh, he says, yeah. you see people pinned down. Those people may go on and finish their mission. Either way, you still had contact with them. We'd like you to be able to play without a headset. So he's saying that, you know, you're kind of going to be able to see people. You don't need to put a headset on to talk to them. You're just interacting with them through the gameplay of the game itself. Hmm. So that's cool. Okay. You know, nothing major out of the edge article, but a couple new little bits. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Coming out. That's cool. Yeah. Let's see. It was also announced this week. Now this is moving on past the edge article that Bungie has filed for some trademarks. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Somewhat recently, and these trademarks were actually filed on March 11th. And um, they fire, or I guess, cover a bunch of uh, different uses, allowing them to sell interactive games based on them, graphic novels, Halloween costumes, TV programs, ringtones, and footwear. Just to name a few. So if you want some footwear, <laughs> Destiny footwear, that may be coming your way. I want some Destiny kicks. Come on. Awesome. <laughs> um, of some of the things that were filed were the Fallen, the Cabal, and the Vex, which are things that we've obviously heard before. But two new words that we've never heard before, one being Glimmer and one being Hive. So mm. potentially new enemies, potentially new areas. Uh, based off of what the other three are in terms of enemies, I would assume this is some sort of enemy. So Glimmer Hive. Watts, what's the first hive. word that comes to your mind when you think Hive? Uh, Zerg. Oh, I guess. Bees? I'm like, what do you bees. want me to say? Yeah, I want to just say bees, <laughs> yeah. Watts. Come on. Or Wasp. Yeah, come on. Wasp Watts. Last spots. Okay, huh. little, little like flying bees. Okay, little flying things. Yeah, little little zappy guns. <laughs> With little no, zappy no, guns. they gotta, they gotta have the old biological enemy where it's like a collective hive mind, where it just, just like the zerg or the flood, where just biologically, or the grave mind. Was it the grave yeah. mind in Halo? Was it the grave mind? Wasn't the grave mind like a big mastermind? Yeah, but yeah, that any type of cool enemy and if it's presented cool just be awesome but what about glimmer? i don't want i don't want bees i don't want little bees with wings like, glimmer <laughs> i think of like <laughs> glimmer, I, think of, I think of like think uh of? holograms when i think glimmer uh glimmer 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 sort of i think of some type of enemy. overpowered weapon glimmer the glimmer or something i don't know just something i think of glimmer. i think of like a coarse line with glitter and they're just doing the kick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. what I think. Wow. Oh, crazy, man. <laughs> He's so awesome. Oh, so, yeah, crazy. hopefully we'll have a little bit more info rolling out on those soon. I mean, obviously the internet machine is in full effect here trying to gather every little piece. So that was definitely a good find um, on those two bits. But, of course, there's not much to go on because we have our names here. Uh, let's see, we had another Mailsack update called the Ides of Mailsack. And, of course, like we always do, <laughs> we're going to pick apart this thing. Um, one of the first questions I want to mention is they were asked, is the team ready for the massive onslaught of players on Destiny's release day? And DJ's answer was, this isn't our first rodeo. Bungie is no stranger to anxious mobs of players who rush home after a midnight launch and put our best laid plans to the test. Since the release date hasn't been announced yet, we'll let our team focus on some less frightening but equally important challenges. And this was kind of a good question because last week we mentioned, um, someone had asked us that question, I think, in our in our mail sack about uh, SimCity's woes and how kind of having this always online connection, do we think it's something that could possibly affect destiny on its date and um you know he's right i mean bungie's used to that big rush of people running home for the midnight launch uh however that was on one system you know multi-platform multiple you know inputs coming hitting those servers plus on top of that potential mobile implications Mm -hmm. you know how that's all gonna work there's gonna be a major server load when that game comes out. Um, but we're already seeing on the next-gen consoles where that's kind of going and how online is going to be even bigger than where it is today, if you can even imagine that. Um, 
But, uh, yeah. So does that qualm any fears you guys had about potential launch day woes? Mm. I didn't personally have any launch fears of being launch day woes. I don't think this is going to be a SimCity issue. I, I don't believe that at all. I believe Bungie, you know, they've never they've never not delivered. So why would I assume they're going to do that now? Right. I think it's going to be fine. No, no worries in that area at all. I'm with you. Oh. I don't know. I, 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 there's always a fear in my back of mind, but I, I do trust them knowing it now. And plus seeing all the other games that have server issues and mm-hmm. things that suck. They don't want to, they don't, they, they don't want to be that company that gets slam blasted for three or four days. By the time they get their server issues up, they have plenty of time to fix it. Yep. And right. They better, and I assume that they would be good. I, I I really don't have fear, but you never know. And like I, we I said thought, before, Activision yeah. has been here before with Diablo. Yeah. And exactly. And I sure as hell hope they don't let it happen again. Um, yeah. Let's see. They were asked, what do you guys plan on showing at GDC? And if you want to wear a GDC, um, they're going to have a big chat. Bungie's is going to be on Thursday, March 28th. And um, their answer to that was, the GDC is really more of an industry affair than a marketing venue. If that's what you're after, we've got some thoughts about what we might share with the proceedings. When last we checked with Joe and Barry, their presentation was a whopping 157 slides long and bursting with bungee secret sauce. So (laughs) Now, the one thing about GDC that's kind of interesting is that they don't um, put that out. Like it's not not like you're gonna be able to go anywhere and watch it, you know. GDC is something that's uh-huh. usually just just posted. You can actually get access to a lot of those talks, but it takes a little while for that to be published, like weeks, like two weeks or so. Now, knowing what Bungie's done before, they'll probably give us some of those slides. They usually do that and release some of those. But I think your best bet is probably just stick to Twitter <laughs> and people that are inside the room be seeing what they're gonna be saying. Um, but when you look at the actual description of the chat on the GDC website. Um, We're going to read this to you real quick. It says, For two decades of success in the gaming industry is no small feat, but after 10 years of Halo, Bungie found themselves faced with a tremendous challenge to build a whole new world filled with even more amazing mysteries, places, creatures, and opportunities for player investment. For the first time ever, Bungie creative directors will discuss their world-building techniques from concept to production. Attendees will walk away with key insights into Bungie's battle-tested design process. They'll get a glimpse of the brave new world that has been built a place where the next 10 years of great Bungie adventures will unfold. So the chat is really going to be about the world itself. And honestly, my opinion, it's probably going to really be based off the engine, um, you know, that they built for the game and how it's going to procedurally create these adventures for players and allow players to actually affect the world. Uh, But that doesn't mean it's not going to be filled with great screenshots that we're all going to be salivating over wanting to see, (laughs) right? Because you know they're going to be showing that world, man. So please let me see what the world looks like. Please. I want to know where I'm going to be going. I want to know. Pretty, I want to know, too. <laughs> it's like we should we should have like a handwritten five-year-old uh, penmanship be like, Bungie, please invite us. Please, please. Please. Yeah, no GDC for us this year. I Honestly, man, I've been getting tons of, you know, people asking us to make appointments, but I'm just like, uh, we've never gone to GDC, have we, Derek? You've never been? Nope. No. no I've never been either. No. Let's see. Uh, one of the biggest kind of revelations from this uh, mail sack uh, was the question, in Destiny, can we play as the aliens or are we locked to the human race? 
And if we are, why are we locked to the human race? What's the reason? And the answer was, not all of the aliens in Destiny are evil, just like not all humans are good. We've barely scratched the surface on the character and customization options you'll have access to in Destiny, but we're not going to dig any deeper today. That right there says to me, some of the customization options are to play as non-humans. Yes. I mean, think about it. You have to be. I mean, if they're making it as big as it's going to be, they can't be that narrow-minded to assume that he just stated humans are all good, fighting to, su- fighting to survive, while all, the, while all the aliens are the uh, agitators, if you will. So, yes, it makes sense that if you're guarding this one last great hope for what happens to be on Earth, this city, I believe that also in that city there are other allies that are not necessarily human. And yeah. so, you know, right now they've only given us, what, for an idea of four playable characters. Playable I think there'll be classes. probably 10 or 15 different play- classes. Excuse me, excuse me. Playable Not necessarily classes. races. Exactly. Because that's the thing. There's a big difference, Not man, in MMOs. Right. Different races, you know, but, you can be yeah, whatever you want and then play as a class on top of that. Exactly. Right. And if you look at those images they've shown, their faces are covered. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get to see what they look like. You don't, you haven't seen a guy or a girl with long hair, so... Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see like play like a little lizard race or something. I want to play. You want to be a V? Liz- you want to be a V Watts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a bumblebee from the hive. I don't <laughs> want to be. A no, bumblebee. Watts doesn't want that. He doesn't like the bees. No. I don't like bees. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Another good question was how big are quote unquote levels in Destiny compared to the levels from your past Halo games? And the answer given was the scope and scale really don't tell half the story. At a high level, we now have what we call world teams. As the name implies, they're less concerned about atomic levels. Instead, focus holistically on each world's visual themes and the various destinations and activities you'll find when you set foot in an LZ. It's a bit more Mm -hmm. nuanced than that, of course. There are a number of teams that fall outside the umbrella of world teams whose contributions are equally instrumental. But ultimately, our grand and overreaching goal is to make Destiny feel like a world you visit, not just a disc in your drive. Wow. So, again, massive is what I hear from from reading that. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, this is going to – I mean, (laughs) I'm hyping the crap out of it, but this experience, man, is truly going to have people being just these walking, sleeping zombies at work. Serious business, man. I mean – the way that they're connecting this thing mobile-wise mobile as far as, you know, on your hip with your smartphones, and then you get home, you can jump, dive right back into what I'm calling your your your, your new reality. It's going to be um, <laughs> for real, man. It, it, it's the new reality, baby. It's, yeah. it's going to be unbelievable, man. You, you won't want to leave because it's not like you get home now from your place of business and you jump into some, you know, multiplayer first-person shooter, which in comparison to the Talks of Destiny, is brutally uh, limited, okay? This is something where I can have a completely different experience 365 days of the year every time I pop on. That is the beauty of this. You're not just hopping into that disc that's in your drive. Like exactly. You right and so many exactly. other things. You're just visiting that different. world. Yeah. Uh, let's like see. Uh, how big are the levels? Next one we have here is: Is Destiny going to have any kind of community creation tools in it? And the answer given was: The entire game will be a community creation tool. 
As you encounter other brave heroes on your path, you'll be very aware of the other people playing this game. On some occasions, they may save your life. Hmm. Kind hmm. of a deviation from you know, answering the question. Yeah, it's basically saying no. Yeah, the whole thing's a community creation tool. Oh, and you're going to meet people. No, that's not staying on the path that we set course here. Um, it's a community creation know. tool. Uh, what I wanted to hear him say after that was, your creations are like how you shape the world. You know what I mean? Like That's what I think he's yeah. kind of getting at, is that we keep hearing how everything you do is going to affect this world, and there will be changes to the world based on that. And like we talked about last week... What I was saying was maybe somehow the matchmaking knows, like, Derek, both you and I did X to uh-huh. this this city. So this city looks at you and I the same way. So therefore, the game will pair you and I up because our worlds are somewhat the same. Or maybe the first time I come to an area I've never been before and you're there, but you've somehow affected that. The first time I see that area, I see it the way that you have shaped it rather than what it would look like if it was just there with mm. no changes you know what i mean yeah but he right. didn't say that that's he just right. said like oh the whole game that would that's hard to do i know it's wow. hard to do man but that's kind of what mm. i'm getting from what they're saying yeah i'm hoping that's what we're getting <laughs> i don't know right <laughs> well, that'd be pretty cool no. huh. uh let's see the next question asked was so you've given us sparing details about the game so far understandably we got guns like the Gravesend MK2 and the Fate of All Fools. Care to give us another one? <clears throat> so DJ said, for review, we showed off and named a good half dozen guns for our friends in the press corps, including one of Staten's favorites, Thorn. So a new gun named Thorn, and he said, here's what Staten had to say about it. The city wants us to recover a piece of Charlemagne, one of the great war mines of the Golden Age, a vast machine intelligence built by the ancient powers of Mars. The Cabal do everything they can to try and stop our descent, but we keep pushing. Rifles cracking and travel energy boiling from our fists until the only thing left standing is us, and the only thing left of the Cabal is the loot they hid in Charlemagne's vault. Jason finds a new shotgun, perfect for his close quarters combat style. I find a rare hand cannon that looks like it was carved from the dark heart of one of the cracked moons of Saturn. It feels good in my hand and glows like starlight when I prime its magazine. I am instantly and totally in love. End of quote. (laughs) Keep reading. Don't stop. Don't stop. Now, one thing to pull out of that, man, just outside of the gun, is he says the Traveler energy boiling from our fists. And so we've mentioned every time you see pictures of the warlock, you see that robot floating by it. And remember, I've been saying maybe that's where the traveler's powers are coming from. Nope. They're coming from your fists. So you are actually getting the powers coming from you. Literally magic coming out of your hand. So you get Hydoken. Hydoken. Fireballs. (laughs) Guardian. That makes sense. But does that mean that, does that now mean that if I'm weaponless, I'm still this hurricane of destruction? I don't know. Hmm. Dude, if you can shoot things out of your hands, why would you need a weapon? Yep. Come on. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. No, but I think it's though. cool, man. Like, one neat piece, and to kind of go back to what we talked about earlier from the Edge article, is how the game's going to procedurally, or potentially procedurally create loot based off of just random pieces and stats, but there will still be those named weapons. And I think that's awesome. Like, that's one of the coolest things about MMOs is where there are these very rare finds. And if you find one, it's very, very satisfying. 
So like this one that yeah. he's mentioning, Thorn, it has its own story. So when you have that weapon in your hand and you know the story about that gun, it's awesome. Like, you know, and, and if Bungie's able to present it in a way that you really feel invested in the weapon in your hand, it's not just going to become another piece of loot that when you level up five levels and find that next piece, you're just going to sell off like nothing. Like, I hope they make it where you want to keep that gun because it's you worked for it. You earned it. It's not something you're going to give up easily. So kind of from what they described there, that kind of seems that way. So I don't know. I don't think they can deliver on that. Um, They also mentioned that Barry showed off pocket infinity and super good advice. And he said, those are toys they'll save for another day. So there's a couple of them with the pocket infinity and super good advice. So got to update the wiki. Got to update the wiki right now with uh, these new weapons. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And let's see, one more that I want to mention um, that reviewed a little bit more was the question was asked, what class of the announced classes is your favorite? And everybody kind of went on to give their own little answers, but then one guy, Amos Yoon, who's an associate engineer, he said two words, Titan, and then in brackets, redacted. So he didn't say redacted, something was taken out of there. So that leads me to believe advanced classes i mean we knew about the the uh vanguard we've been you know that was one that was kind of thrown out in that ign article so could titan vanguard be a potential class with an advanced class associated with it titan Mm. vanguard so when he said vanguard they just kind of were throwing that out there like well that's my vanguard but really you you your base class is a titan and you advance yourself to be a titan vanguard do you guys think that that could be the case Or was it Titan Human, Titan Vex, maybe the race followed that? That'd be cool. Huh, that would be pretty sweet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't put my finger on that one. Huh. It's probably like an advanced class or like, or Titan Swear Word. (laughs) (laughs) Titan Jet. I don't know. Titan Beep. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Lots cool. again, lots and lots of uh, unknown questions here, and um, hopefully we'll be getting some more info very, very soon. But that's pretty much it for news this week. You know, of course, we had a, another mail sack. They just updated again. They're, the questions are open for this week's mail sack, so that means we will probably be back again with more mail sack news for you next week. Uh, but let's move on to our next segment, our topic segment that we like to call Pillars of Destiny. <laughs> Pillars of Destiny. Alright, so for our Pillars of Destiny this week, our topic, we wanted to get into a little bit of the idea behind playing an MMO for people who've never played an MMO before. Now, I'm not going to say that Destiny is an MMO, because Bungie's come out and said that it's not, but there are definitely some themes hinted in here in terms of leveling up, character progression, and and continuing that character on through. Uh, So I want to read you guys a question, and Watts, I think you will be a good person to talk to about this because out of all of us, you've played the most MMOs, especially okay. invested the most time, let me put it that way, into MMOs. Uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's not played the most, just wasted time. <laughs> wasted it. the most time, right? But let me read you the question. This came to us from <laughs> snipe for you 65 4 being the number four, which is a hilarious name. Um, and he said, I am a longtime FPS fan, especially those that Bungie has put out. I'll admit that Destiny seems like it is going to be an absolutely amazing game. 
Even though Bungie claims it is not an MMO, it sure seems to me that a lot of what we know so far steers in that direction. I've never played an MMO and somewhat intimidated by them. Do you have any advice for someone starting out in this genre and what tips would you give them for building their persistent characters? By the way, love the podcast. Keep it up. Oh. So in terms of walking yeah. into an MMO, a couple things that I just wanted to throw out quickly is um, one thing that a lot of people do, I know when it comes to these games, especially after they've launched, is they kind of min-max characters. So like in the case of what we just talked about, Titan. Someone may say, let's say Vanguard is the advanced class. Somebody says, I want to be a Titan Vanguard. So they go out, they go to the wikis, they get skill calculators, get all that stuff and say, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And they plan it all out and they play the game and they're so focused on planning out and becoming the proper Titan Vanguard where they're min-maxing. And when I say that, I mean they're maximizing the best possible skills and just min- minimizing the worst possible skills to be the best Titan Vanguard. And in the end, they get a character that may be that, but the ride to get there in the journey was not fun at all because all they did was kept going back to wikis and not ever discover anything for themselves. That's not how I like to play those style of games. I just kind of go with it. I like to just play the games and just kind of learn, you know, as I'm going, you know, here is... Um, you know, uh, uh, new skills that I'm unlocking. I'm seeing how they're being used in the game. Um, you know, if I get a new, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to kind of convey this to how to work in destiny. Like I have a new weapon that may freeze somebody and I see how that works and I'm going to use that skill because I like that. I'm not necessarily focused or obsessed with doing that. I mean, do you play the games that way, Watts? No, I've, of course not. Cause to, to pee, to, I mean, to be that type of person is to, it's almost like to make it like work or a job type of thing. A lot of people do get enjoyment out of that. Where like what you said, which is just max. Like they're all about numbers when they're raiding World of Warcraft. If you're not keeping up the DPS, you're, you're out of the next raid or things like that. And people do like to play that. People want to be in like a sort of machine or the community of playing the best rate class, playing how this is how it's supposed to be. It's like, oh, you wanted to play a a healing class? Well, why do you want a DPS with it? You're, you heal. That's what you're supposed to do. You can't do both type of thing. So a lot of people do play that. I, like what you said, I'm definitely not that type of thing. I never really was. I do follow the – I do tend to whatever class I'm playing, I do try to do the best. But I do like to read up what, what people are using type of thing. But but for what the dude who asked the question, or dude or girl, I don't know their sex, but – they need to play the game how they want to play and find people who want to play with that. And when this game launches, we're definitely going to have a community. You came to the right place because we're going to have a community on every single system, whether it's PC, yep. PlayStation, or everything like that. And we play... I am more tend to be more the hardcore gamer, not a min-maxer to where I would get pissed if I wanted, but I like to play a lot of games. And I have the available time. I don't have two kids who, like you, Mark, <laughs> who need constant attention and not saying that's a bad thing, but that's how it is. And, and that's how I will play. And he needs to find the, what he likes to play or she in the first person shooter. Like they want to group with friends. That's how I need to approach that game. I know it does seem intimidating just like with crafts in the casino. That's probably the most intimidating it is, yeah. gambling game. Yep. But like once you, someone sits down and says, this is how it's played. It is one of the most fun because people get into it, it's cheer, it's just, that's how you need to do it. You need to find, you just can't be intimidated by it, it's not intimidating. 
people might there's going to be people who are going to troll you there's going to be all these type of things but you just got to play the game how you want to play and that's the best advice out of anything like if he's playing he or she's playing the crazy every single day reading all the stats then do that in the in destiny but if you yeah. just want to hop in play the games there's definitely going to be people that are doing the same well dude i think so, a lot of that also yeah. Kind of lends to how those some of those MMO games are built, and you kind of hinted yeah, oh, at yeah. it in terms of raids in that. Like when it comes to yeah. raids in WoW, I mean, you have a thirty-man raid going on, and if you're let's say a rogue who your focus in those thirty-man raids, you have a job, you have a job to do, and if your character is not built right and you don't know how to do that job, people are not going to let you win on those raids because it's like yeah. they need they you're, you're not they be know the how team. long it should take. <laughs> They know they know how long it should take for them to take down that raid boss, and if you're not maxed out to exactly how you should be, they don't even want you. They'll just find somebody else yeah. that has that. Or there's like there's timers, like rage timers, or any yep. type of the thing. And like you said, it's it's the community you gotta find. And and they do have non-raiding things. They do have instances that are hard for a smaller amount of people, and the loot is generated towards it. But to to be the best, you gotta just like in any type of business thing or even just in even first person shooter. So the best you got to put time into it. You got to do all these things to it. But if that's not what you like, don't go into that game like that. Yeah. Destiny's going to have, and from what the game is saying, of course there's going to be some little MMO elements, but it's going to be catered to everyone. And that's what, yep. it, that's what's good. Yeah. Be that's what I was going to so. say is it seems like the way this game is going to be built and kind of the intentions yeah. That Bungie has that I don't think if you're intimidated by MMOs, don't be worried about this game. I mean, I, I think you're going to have more than enough things to do that are going to be um, very engaging, especially even the social element. I mean, we just read, you know, the one uh, piece from the Edge article, and they're saying that like they're they're mm-hmm. making you don't even need a headset, like you don't have to have your headset on to still yeah. have that social interaction because those people you're going to see and that you're going to encounter are just going to seem like they're part of the world and not necessarily random people that are just kind of you're encountering you know throughout plus on top of that i mean we don't know exactly if there will be raid type events in destiny um i would hope there may be something like that or these massive bosses that you have to take down and really need that coordination to kind of do those however i hope that when they do that and part of it could be because the game is going to be more of a shooter rather than kind of the rpg elements like a wow or another mmo that a lot of it is also going to be based off of skill and exactly. so you think back to a game like Borderlands, I hate to bring Borderlands up again, you can pretty much take down any boss in Borderlands, even though it may be hard, and it may take you a long time because you're not doing as much damage if you have the skill to move around and evade and, and do a little bit of damage right and have that patience, a lot of it can be based off skill. And you won't yeah. need those numbers or those maxed out numbers to be as effective as you could be. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, like Watt said, find the, find the community. Find, I think, you know, these games, especially knowing how online this game is going to be, find that social community that fits you. And um, that's the tips that I would give to you, definitely. Um, yeah, and if you're accept, listening to this, you found one, like Watt said. Yeah, I'll play with anyone of any skill level. I just like to play games. Yep. But and we're going to love Definitely don't ever be intimidated. God, I just want to play right now. Like, why is can, it, can we just have it, Bungie? Please, yeah, can you please, please put this game out now. Please, please, please. <laughs> It'll be coming our way soon. Uh, all right, so that's our pillar of destiny for this week. Let's move on to our next segment where we take some emails from you guys and messages 
from the city. Messages from the city. All right, so as always, if you want to send us some feedback, send it to feedback at theguardiansofdestiny.com, and you may hear yourself here on this very podcast as we respond to your answer. Now, I just want to point out real quick here before we move on to some of these, uh, Derek, you had some issues going on over there on Mars. If you listen back during the Pillars of Destiny, there was a small beep that happened, and I think that was we lost connection with Derek up on Mars. I mean, what happened, Derek? Some cabal? Came and got you was, <laughs> the exclusion zone. It was this war rhinos I was doing battle with, man, and actually one of my weapons did actually malfunctioned on me, and that was the sound you heard in the background. It was the fire re- re- recoil. It's the new um, something the traveler was trying to, you know, in, in, imbue with my new weapon. It didn't work, so, you know, that's why I sound like sound been, now, man. Yeah, and it knocks out your communicator. So where are you now? Because yeah. you sound a little bit different, man. Where, where are you now? Are you on the run? I am. What's I'm, going on? No, I'm yeah, I'm actually in the middle of uh, Mars and Earth. I'm traveling back, you know, and they're high on my. I'm high telling it back, like right now. That's why I sound okay. all, you know, yeah, messed up. So, yeah, I'm totally okay. on the run, man. But yeah, let's knock this out. Let's get this over with, man, because I got to get back into the trenches, man. Hurry up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So again, feedback at theguardiansofdestiny.com. And the first one this week comes to us from Mister Chesnut, with the E being a three. And this one actually came from our forums. And it says, is fast travel needed? And he says, in games with large expanses to cover and a lot of story to offer, there are often options of fast travel to get from point A to point B. Destiny, most likely and hopefully, will have a vast amount of area if you include space and all the planets of the solar system. My thought is, if Destiny is truly trying to be a story generator, in a way, where everyone has a unique path to follow, wouldn't it be more enjoyable to have them have to travel on their own two feet or pikes or whatever else this is going to be. The idea behind fast travel is people have to budget their time and often want to get to the story quicker. If the whole solar system is your oyster or your story, does fast travel need to be included and hinder the expansion of your story? When thinking about this, I remembered one of Bungie's initial statements and how their goal was to make it so you can log in with one goal in mind and accomplish so many other things but that goal. And not only that, but still enjoy yourself. To be honest, it's a lot of thought put into a small concept, but I feel fast travel would take away from the splendor that this game could be. Enough of my thoughts. What are your thoughts or counterpoints? Not necessarily. I have to just enter by saying not necessarily. Will it, will it be a, a, a disappointment? Because you have to, first of all, think about, you've got to give Bungie the credit, and just, let's just assume they're going to blow us away with scale and size and scope. I mean, we already know that we'll be able to traverse Earth, but I think that only scratches the surface, truly, in my opinion. We will be able to buy vehicles and then travel, travel, you know, the cosmos. I wouldn't say the cosmos, but more like our own solar system, the Earth's solar system, right? Milky Way. So, a galaxy. Now, if it's that big, it depends on how Destiny, how Bungie allows us to have entry or re-entry into the experience every time. If we can have reentry at, if we're having reentry at like a main hub, as we're going into like a rogue experience by ourselves, then I think fast travel is needed. Unless we're going in all the time with friends, but I don't think that'll be the case. You'll be by yourself. Then you'll be building relationships with new alliances. Regardless, I do believe you will have to have fast travel, um, because going through the motion of doing something you've already done before can become like, okay, the game is great, but I don't feel like going through this again. I want to get right back into the into the action. Right. 
And I think that's the benefit of fast travel with something with a beast like this. It's, it'll be able to push you right into the action. You know, if I'm going head up with those world rhinoceroses that are hot on my tail right now, you know, I could just get right into the experience, boom, and do that to complete that instead of having to find my way from the city to some location to get my, my, my star traveler, get out to space. I don't want to do all that. Maybe I would like to do that sometimes because the scenery is just so breathtaking. Sure. But I want the option. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. Almost a game like Skyrim. I mean, there were moments in that where I just, for whatever reason, at that moment, wanted to get from point A to point B now. Right. I didn't want to walk in between these two cities. But then there were other times where I was like, eh, there's no urgency right now in what I'm doing, even though I want to progress a story or my quest, whatever I'm on right now. But let me just walk around. And then half the time, that just led to something else. You know, you encounter somebody right. on the yeah. road or you find another cave off to the side or a dragon attacks, whatever, in Skyrim. And I think that's what what's going to matter is how if they don't allow fast travel, which I think they're going to, man. I mean, you have to in a game like they this. Have There's to. no way that you, can, you can't not. they got to use but, it sparingly. Right. But if they can find a way to either reward you for not using it or at least make it interesting, like the actual journey between those two points, you may not be using it yeah. as often as you think you would. You know, but they have to make it an option. I mean, there's just no... You know, and also, I was thinking about the intelligence of the Mass Effect series. You know, ultimately, the, the, the relays were fast travel section points. That's what they were. You know, and it made sense because they tied in relays into the infrastructure of the narrative of the story, the game, and everything. It all made it all tied. So it was a, it was seamless. It didn't seem like a fast travel, but it was. And I hope that that's something that Bungie can piggyback off of and allow with Destiny. Make it something where it's a, you know, it's, um, you know, when I think about Destiny, I just think of a civilization full of different, you know, uh, species that have a, you know, a common commerce uh, uh, and, and, and travel uh, uh, structure going on, and they all utilize it. You know, you know, if, you know, everyone. I don't know. Is everyone on this, on on Earth going to be a warrior? That's what it seems like. But of course, that can't be the case. So sometimes, if people need to travel to, you know, go and grocery shop on some distant planet, you know, speaking, then it makes sense that fast travel is there, but it's intelligently incorporated into the narrative of the game. The, yeah, man, and even into the economy, the Derek. I mean. A game like uh-huh. even Guild Wars 2, even World of Warcraft, they charge you to fast travel. You know, you, you yeah. can't just really? at any point open your map and say, go here, boom. No, you have to go to a yeah, hub, which like is that. kind of what you're saying. You have to go to right. certain areas, right. and narratively it fits. I have to go to the hub in the city where the fast travel is, and it costs me mm-hmm. money. I can't just go there because I want to go there. It fits into the That's narrative of the game. Awesome. It has to yeah. be like that. I'm, a, I'm yeah. on board for that because then it's there. I am too, yeah. And, or even, like, let's say it's to the point where, you know, you're pinned down in the exclusion zone. You're being attacked by the okay. cabal. It's just, like, this terrible moment. You can call in fast travel, let's say, or a drop ship to come get you, but there's a timer on it. You have to wait. It's just not like it's just going to come in. So it's, you can't just fast travel mm. out, which a lot of games will do it where they say, no, there's enemies nearby. You can't fast travel now. Why do it that way? Why not be able to call in something and say, 
you know, come help me, come help me. And a five-minute timer pops up on the screen. All right, we'll be there in five minutes. You know, and, and you see, have to wait. That, and that's another awesome way to add that into the idea of building alliances. You know, sometimes, let's say, I mean, okay, let's utilize myself. Uh, 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 let's use Chris, you, Mark, Watson, myself, and I. And we break off into two groups, okay? And we're on Mars in the Kabbalah, in the Kabbalah zone. We're battling. And uh, Chris and I, and then Watson, and Mark, you guys, you guys are somewhere else. And you guys need to get to where we are because we can actually speak to you because you're a part of our, our clan or whatever, our alliance. Yeah. And to get to us, you literally have to traverse wherever you are to this um, I'll call it what travel location that's built into, like you said, the universe. And boom, you guys, it takes time to get there, but we're in the trenches and we're laying down serious firepower to maintain until you guys come. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would be so awesome. <laughs> yeah. They can do that. That would be so filthy. I would, oh, I would love that. <laughs> that would yeah. be cool. That would be so dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very awesome. Bungie, do that. Bungie, uh, yeah. do that. Please do that. Um, let's see. This is also from the forums, kind of piggybacking off this, and this one came from Shepardo. And he says, uh, now there are already various planets confirmed that we can travel to. If I take the moon, for example, we will be in a living, breathing, changing world where there will be a day-night cycle. Given this, the moon must orbit the Earth. If you are on Earth in the day and wish to get to the moon, you would have to fly around the Earth to get to it opposed to just flying up. This could be fun to try and locate the moon or destination. However, if we want to travel to Venus, we may at one point in the game's year have to fly past the sun and out to the other side. Could this make traveling to certain locations impossible at certain times? It would make it, inter- it, would make it interesting to have to plan your day of adventures. So basically he's saying because the whole solar system is actually turning and turning on the, the cycles of the solar system... You can't right. like the the way you would get to different planets is not always going to be the same. So like with the example of Venus, he's saying there are times where Venus you would have to fly by the sun or to the other side of the solar system, where at other times throughout the year it may just be away from the sun, you know, or the moon. Like during the day, the moon is on right. the other side of the Earth, so you have right. to fly around the Earth. Where at nighttime you oh, look right. up and it's right there. See, is that asking too much? That's no, no, it isn't. In fact. And see, that's what, and that's the danger of destiny. That's the danger of it because, because it's, 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 it's such a mystery and we want so much out of it. You're getting very intelligent, thought-provoking suggestions like this, okay? When I, when I first saw this question, I was like, oh, my God, that is brilliant. Like, yeah, I never would have thought that. that. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you don't, you can't, yeah, it makes sense. Depending on where you are, uh, located on Earth, you know, time of the year, you're not going to just go straight up and land on, you know, land on the moon. Same way with any other planet. And so if Buddy's going to go all out, you know, and I just feel it's so doable, they should do it and just do that, you know, because what what I am afraid of is the fact that you have these type of suggestions that I don't think it'll hurt the game if they're not implemented. But how many more of these rich, amazing ideas like the one we have now um, are going to come our way 
that are like, oh, my God, that has to be in the game. Oh, my God, that oh, right. they, okay, they better put that in the game. How many of those are we going to have? I don't know. My answer to this question is I'm with you. I hope, it, I hope they implement it. Just as you as just as as just as this board member Shepard has laid it out, that's what yeah. I want. <laughs> that's what I want. Watch the talk, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be. <laughs> but I think it encompasses too, like what that traveling is going to be like. You know, if the traveling is just straight up fast travel, it may mm-hmm. not make that much of a difference. You know, yeah. where if that fast travel, or not even necessarily that travel, that travel system, True. if time. And all that comes into play, kind of like what we just talked about, where you have to wait five minutes. Maybe now, because of this, one moment, it may be five minutes. Next time you log in, it may be ten minutes you need to wait, because the universe is or constantly in and moving. Or, yes, or even cost more. Yeah. It's going to cost more yeah. than gas There's to more yeah. Venus this time. Gas ain't cheap on Earth, guys. It's yeah, man. Free. And you know what? And you gas know what, is though? growing uh, trees. I like that. They, they could actually incorporate that into, like, again, like the currency, right? So mm-hmm. you can either wait five minutes or ten minutes or forget I can't wait. I'm going to just pay whatever it is I need to use to pay for that for the instant gratification experience to keep it moving. See, that I, I like that. And, dude, like even that. on top of but that, I'll, think of this. Even on top of that, it makes the decision that you make to take on a mission or a quest that much more impactful. Like the risk exactly. versus the reward. Is it worth? Right. Is the risk worth of number one spending x amount of money to fly to jupiter and the potential just risk of the enemies that are there and the boss i may fight and what i'm going to encounter there do i have enough ammo and all that is that risk worth what the potential reward is and like he mentioned that one gun thorn earlier on is all that into account is that worth potentially finding thorn and getting thorn it may be. You know and what? then you're it, invested it, it, in that gun, like I said, because you did all that. Right. Threw all that, that money gun. at it, wasted all that time, took that risk, right. and got that weapon. Yep. Yeah. And, and then it does yeah. become, it, it, yeah, that answers the question. Yes, this gun is my baby. Absolutely now, right? And then I threw it all out food. on the table to get it. Awesome. And then, and then how, and, and then, okay, now, now let's look at the same scenario. Now there's something else that's on the table that's important that we need to acquire. But we choose not to do that. However, now speaking with my buddy via the Destiny mobile whatever infrastructure that we're playing around with, and I realized that somebody did something that I negated not to do, and the end result was them making an acquisition of something that through that acquisition enabled them to experience something back on Earth that I now have to have. You're right, you get it? So so now it's like, okay, you know what, forget it. I'm not spending the money, I'm going to sit here and wait for 10 minutes, and then I'm going to go down here and I'm going to blast. Okay, I don't succeed. Okay, i got to have my alliance with me. Co-op it, let's get it. And we all have the experience of experiencing that valuable trinket, relic, uh, knowledge finder, whatever it is, man. It, it, any way they can go with this. It's, it's very, very vast. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Destiny. Let me just throw that out there here in the middle. <laughs> Dude, talking about it. It's like, oh! You know what I mean? It makes me I know. Yeah, I know. Right? We got two more here. This one um, comes from Cabal Killer 97 And he says, Do you think there will be any wildlife in Destiny? Maybe yeah. just random. Well, yeah, absolutely. They show that now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got yeah. Derek kind of. He's a wild animal when he goes out of town. <laughs> That's wildlife. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> no, there's definitely. a wildlife. Yeah. No, it, it'll be it'll definitely have wildlife, man. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you got, you know, the, the jungles of Venus. Uh, yeah, you know, some of the screenshots they've shown, not screenshots, but, you know, concept art, concept they've art, actually yeah. rendered them. Yeah, as you guys have seen, they've rendered it in kind of like this real sexy motion cap flavor. And then in the background, you see, you know, birds flying and things of nature. But, you know, I think the question is, will there be wildlife, you know, the likes of a far cry and, and, and where it's really engaging? You know, are, will, will the outside of the um, inhabitants of Earth that are trying to, you know, uh, infiltrate the great city, will there be other threats other than them, right? Will there be something that, you know, will tear you limb from limb in a certain area that's, that, that's not humanoid in form? It's more of just something that caused that grow from some mutation of some kind, you know? That would be sexy, you know, like, oh, my God, you almost got sucked into this crank, you know, that, like something out of Star Wars watch where my boy Bubble Fett got sucked into that thing, which broke my heart. If, will there be like objects like that or something like that on the uh, dark spots cool. of Jupiter or something? Yeah, that would be sick, right? Yeah, that would be push, awesome. I'd put, I'll be the first one to push you in there. That would be awesome. <laughs> dude, I'm having a jetpack, dude, okay, from the powers of the travel, yeah, sort of man, whatever. Boba Fett had a jetpack too, but he got sucked in because he, he did. Was, well, Boba Fett was an idiot. Uh, first out, was first an idiot. Disabled, What's up with that? Power, why didn't he hit his jetpack? <laughs> Seriously, why didn't he hit exactly. jetpack? Because Han, Han, exactly, Han Solo Mark. was blind and he hit his jetpack and it malfunctioned. And he oh, shot up into the, right. Right. the Jabba right. Hutt's floaty boat and then it rolled into the Sarlacc pit. And he the shot Sarlacc first. Was yeah. like, Han Solo Burr. shot first. Yeah. Han Solo shot first. He of course he did. Yeah. Don't even. Don't even. The grapple hook, though. <laughs> Wait, what? Man, Bubba was a sucker. You pushed me into that thing. If my jetpack malfunctions, I'm using my amazing, ridiculous, imp- traveler-empowered uh, uh, grapple hook, and I'm getting up out of that. Using my yeah. my alternative power mode on my jetpack, and I'm well, killing Like, if you soul. think about it, That's if you think about me, it, baby. when you jump out of an airplane, you have a second parachute just in case. When you're the yeah. most notorious gangster in yep. the gangster you body think you're in the universe. Lots. You think you're untouchable. Yeah. And that's pretty You know what it is? You, you get a backup jetpack. Just just in case. Yeah. That extra turbo booster. But no. Yeah. He, like Not you said, he probably got too big at it. He's probably like, you know, I can catch any bounty. I don't care. I'm bubble fat. <laughs> and I'm then, fat. Yeah. And that's what happens. That's what happens. I hope there are creatures like that in Destiny. In like that would be other kind of, Yeah. Also, too, you remember that scene? Remember the scene from the movie called um, Avatar? When they first, when he first encountered that Gully? big old, right? That, no, no, boy, Fern Gully. Anyway, <laughs> no, <laughs> those, those animals. Those animals were like prehistorically big in comparison to the humans. Yeah. Even the Avatar, right? It would be cool if there are animals of such magnificent size that alone is like. Throwing a grape at a diesel, you know. And yeah, well, dude, aren't the Cabal massive? Like, aren't everything we've seen in the Cabal? Like, they are huge. So, like, wherever yeah. they are, you know, wherever they're from, originating from, I'm sure there's wildlife that is massive in size. Right. So, right, right. you know, they may have brought yeah. some of that with them, camped out in the mm-hmm. exclusion zone, hot on your tails right now, Derek. They're coming after Man, this massive cool. wildlife. No doubt. <laughs> Let's see, the final question this week is from Sin the Harvester, and he says, what will DLCs be for Destiny? And uh, he says, 
He says he thinks one will be a replica of Master Chief's armor from Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> they better not. No, I wouldn't say that. No, there ain't gonna be no Halo in my destiny. Um, no, but no, no, no. I think in terms of DLCs, though, I mean, he's mentioning, I guess, kind of a small piece or a small item. Um, you know, I would foresee more. What is the actual DLC for the game itself going to be? I my guess would be some sort of like planets, maybe like you can unlock different areas to go and venture into. Or, you know, maybe more missions, things like that, or different areas like on Earth that well, are only accessible to you if you buy it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I can see yeah. them doing something like you know, that. I, I think, too, that, that okay, the question alone is, is extremely vague because you're talking about a 10-year game. No offense to, the, to, 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 the, to, the, to our farm member. Great question. But you got to remember, it's a vague question. We're talking about a 10-year game, first of all. Yes, there'll be DLC. What does it look like? It looks like everything you can imagine, actually. You know, I mean, from like you said, Mark, from, from, from planets, from vehicles, from customization options, op- excuse me, options that are upgradable, um, new weapon types, new locations that we can venture out to because yeah. of the narrative of the story, because that, that is, see, I believe also because of the narrative of the story, that's going to progress, that's going to open up new locations that we have to go and do new, more, more things on, okay? Um, I believe there will be different forms of DLC because of the complexity of the different hardware, looking at the PS4 and Xbox 720 as, as opposed, opposed to the PS, PS3 and 360. Um, well, I think we can run wild with that imaginatively and still come up with just, like, everything we would actually see in the game from a DLC standpoint. Yep. You know, I don't... I, I don't think initially for the first six months there may be need for a DLC because it's going to be so robust and so much in the world and so much for you to do that by the time they do push out DLC, it's going to be extremely, you know, worth it at that point. But I do believe and I hope that for the sake of Bungie and Destiny, when they push out the DLCs, they have to do it in a very climactic fashion. Destiny, the way they're positioning the game, Destiny, it's not your typical game. It's not your typical MMO, FPS. It's it's something new. It's a revolution. So they should treat every aspect of it as such. When you drop a DLC for Destiny, you have to drop something that says, oh, I have to have that or I don't get the experience. Not like, oh, the new DLC for Dead Space 3 came out. You know, I, I don't have to have that. <laughs> right. right? I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't have to have that. I, I, I should have to have the new DLC yeah. for Destiny. Like, it should be like, okay, this game has just become a crutch in my existence because my new reality is no longer right. Because I have it's, to have it. It's all about Destiny. Yeah. It's exactly. like, no, exactly. when they drop a DLC, they're like, oh, we just found a, a, a special starship from the Traveler that only a DLC could access that goes crazy to another place of the uh, <laughs> right. The galaxy, yeah. you know, yeah. you could get, yeah, exactly, you could get right. better loot and better, more story and all that stuff. That's what they exactly. got to do with it with DLCs. Yeah, but go. I don't want, I, I really don't want no crappy, like, like what you're saying. I, I want something that that's meaningful. Like, like I don't care about Dead Space Three DLC. I don't care if I get to do a couple of extra parts or something of that sort. Hi. I want. Yeah, I want. I don't want a little like, oh, we get to have maybe an extra hour of gameplay with an expanded area. I want crazy area where it's almost like 
wow, I can't believe Bungie's only charging 20 bucks for this DLC. Yeah. Right. It's a whole new planet. You know, yeah, like, that's what it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be And they have areas, to do that. Dude. And with, yeah, and with everything that they're doing, it, it's possible we see something like that. But, and then, you know what, though? I mean, they're going to hit us yeah. early and early on, I think, man, even at launch with like microtransaction based oh, items yeah. and customizations. I mean, the fact that the social mm-hmm. hubs are going to be third person, what? you're going to be wanting to go in there and show off what you got. And no doubt, they, I, I guarantee you, Activision have will have no problems charging you two or three dollars for that neat little helmet oh, yeah. or that awesome and I'm color. It cape. All, baby. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Going I didn't on, eat so. lunch for three days to get this armor. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so, think that's yeah. initial. Out the gate, out the gate. That's yep. out the gate. Yeah, good no point, Mark. Yep. Yeah, out the nice gate. Store. So, yeah, all right, man. guys. Well, awesome. that wraps up episode four of Guardian Radio. A nice. um, couple things wow. real quick here at the end is kind of a big announcement here, and I wanted to hold this till the end, but hopefully by the time episode five comes out, which we know a mail sack's on the way, so it could be next Monday, we're hoping that our latest issue of Game Insider Magazine will be out And a couple things. Number one, Destiny is our cover story for the magazine. So you definitely yeah. got to go in there. We have a nice spread. Derek went ahead and did up an awesome spread. Thing is all fully. We got videos in it right, Derek. We got a uh, nice write-up, concept art, all that into the magazine. But then also, Game Insider Magazine now is completely free. So you can sign up for a free subscription. Just go to game-insider.com. You'll see subscribe at the top. You'll be able to subscribe now. If you don't do that right now, that's fine. But you will see if you follow us at theguardiansofdestiny.com or even on Twitter at D. We'll be posting a story about this when the magazine is out and it is readable on pretty much everything. Your PC, your Mac, your phone, iPhone, Not Wii U Android, Android phone. Android. But yeah, it doesn't, <clears throat> doesn't work on the Wii U gamepad for some reason because of the gamepad. <laughs> Freaking Nintendo <laughs> taking us out of the box. does work on a Vita. As far as I know, though, it does work on a Vita. <laughs> right, Derek? Does it work on a Vita or no? Uh, I don't think so. No, you've never tried it. No. Just say you've never tried. What? It. Just say you never tried. It probably but does. it is readable no, on many, many it. devices. So yes, our next issue hopefully yeah. should be out in the next couple of days. And um, again, we'll be pushing that out, and it's completely free. So we have yeah. a nice cover story um, on Destiny in that. Um, and then, as always, you know, head over to our forums. Just go to theguardiansofdestiny.com. You'll see the forum option. Just click there. Great discussions going on there. We pulled some of our questions out of there this week. So the one about fast travel and even the one about the universe basically moving, how that's going to affect travel. There are some nice long threads going on in the forums based off of both of those. So our little discussion here didn't even scratch the surface for what they're talking about in the forum. So go over there and check those out. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Guardians of D and on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Guardians of Destiny. And, of course... Um, head over to iTunes if iTunes is your thing and leave us a review and subscribe to us. And again, keep us on the front page of the new and notable for not only video games, but games and hobbies. Yeah. Other than that, fellas, anything you want to throw out at the end here of episode four? Um, Hopefully Chris will be with us. I want to say, hopefully Chris will be with us. He wasn't here this week yet again, two weeks in a row, but we have, he has some issues going on right now. Family wise, we couldn't be here and our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Um, yeah. But other than that, what you got, Derek? Um, next issue with the Destiny cover story, the community is involved. That's right. Yes. Some yes, of our sir. forum goers, if you are a forum goer, 
you may be pleasantly surprised when you read that cover story. So, um, yes, sir. You definitely want to be reading that. So. Yeah, that would be nice, man. Destiny. Destiny, be brave. Please, please get it early. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> please. So, with that, we'll catch you next episode. Yeah.